Hello and welcome to the Art of Podcast, hosted by Grand Lifestyle Magazine and the Public Arts Commission. Today's title is The Art of Coming Alive Through Chalk. I'm your host, Tammy Vignes, and I'm joined today with our usual cast of characters, Marla Defoe, Dana Bastian, and Dean Opp. Hello. Hey, everybody. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so today we're chatting with a very talented artist whose abilities extend beyond the paintbrush. Not only is she accomplished painter, but she's also an illustrator, writer, and chalk artist. Please welcome Katie Lee. Thank you. Thanks for having me today. Yeah, thanks for, thanks for joining us. So as I was, when we were chatting earlier, I was telling you that I was perusing Facebook and saw like your awesome sidewalk chalk art, and I thought it was a pretty timely uh, thing to talk about with it finally being summer here in Grand Forks, and I uh, just kind of wanted to, to pick your brain a little bit about your, your chalk art and what inspired you to get started with it and kind of go from there. Right. So I didn't start doing chalk art until about five years ago when, and it was sort of because of my children. My children five years ago were around the ages of four and five. My oldest were four and five. Okay. And so they were like, come on, mom, let's go do some chalk. <laughs> and the artist in me was like, okay, well, I can't, you know, there's only so many like hearts and stars that we can do on the sidewalk. So I started getting creative and and of course, they were like, well, can you do this? And so we'd pull up images on my phone. I'd right. be like, okay, well, I don't know. We'll try. And then, you know, before I knew it, it was coming together. And then they were getting really excited about it. And then the neighbor kids were coming over and they were excited about it. And and so it sort of evolved from that. Um, but yeah, I hadn't done much before that. So it was totally spurred on by my children yeah. and, and their excitement um, about it. But um, that's kind of how it all started. That's cool. Do you let your kids help with the with the chalking, the the art? I guess I do. Yeah, when I especially when I, you know, sometimes they get to be rather large pieces. So I will section off certain areas, and then I'll, you know, with the chalk color I want, I'm like, okay, you guys color in this spot, and then you know, so I have a whole team, neighbor kids, and they're all coloring in, and so yeah, I. I scope out their parameters and say, okay, stay between the lines <laughs> <Right>. now. <laughs> That's kind of nice. Yeah. You just, yeah, designate a little area for them to, to work on and be part of. And, and you can right. tackle some of the bigger <laughs> dimensional things. Right. Do you also Absolutely. let them choose what you are drawing yeah, that usually comes from them also. There, if like recently, I did some Encanto pictures of the characters in Encanto. Oh, I saw that. that. That was because amazing. They were big into that, so they were like, "You have to do this," and so I did that. And uh, let's see, before it's been some other superheroes. I've done Superman and Spider Man and a lot of a lot of Disney stuff because the kids were really into that. But um, right. So yeah, definitely. Usually, all of them are are spurred on by the kids. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I've noticed that um, a lot of what I've seen seems to be kind of um, animation themed, cartoon type right, drawings. Right. So I, those, I figured it probably they, came from your yeah, kids. Yeah, they get the most excited yeah. about those. So so yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So but Katie, it's kind of funny though. They do help. It's funny though. They do help, and they get very excited about it. But you know, their attention span is quite small. So right. usually, they leave me halfway through the drawing, and I'm still like, out there, you know, drawing away. And they're like, "I'm gonna go bike now." Mom. We're bored. And you know, the artist in me is like, "Well, we can't stop now." Well, right. <laughs> we well, and what a good a, a good thing to get them like away from you know technology for a little bit too. It's like it's so you know it's 
finally summer and it's finally nice out. It's, you know, a nice oh, way to, to get them to do something different than play around on their phones and tablets and Absolutely. Whatever. I'm always yep. trying to find a way to get them off of there because, yeah, it's better. They need to be summer kids and stay outside and hang out. Absolutely. So how did your collaboration with the Grand Forks Public Library start? You know, it was pretty organic. I think they also saw some of my work um, either on Facebook or somebody somebody saw something and uh, they were in a meeting with a bunch of other, I, I don't know, artists or something. And they were like, hey, we really need a chalk artist. And it sounded like it, everybody in the room unanimously was like, well, call Katie Lee. We hear that she does a lot of stuff. So I think it just happened that way that they had heard of me and seen some of my work on, on Facebook. And, um, so they just reached out and were just asked if I would do this. And, and so, yeah, I, I know I was excited to do it. It sounded like a fun, fun thing. So, yeah. So was it like a, um, part of a series that you did with the library or how did that kind of work? Yeah, they, they were kicking off their pro their summer reading program. Mm -hmm. And so I did sort of two parts to it. I did uh, one day where I, I did the, the fish that, you know, Dory and Nemo that were coming yep. out of the book. And, and then a few days later they had, that was like the first day was their kickoff to their, their full summer reading. And then and they had like a few hundred people come through that day. And then a few days later I came back and it was more of an art day that they were having so they had other artists set up outside and kids could come over and do a painting project or they could do uh, like a clay molding project and then other kids could come and do chalk art with me so that one was more interactive sure. the second day was more of an interactive one and that's when I did um, the dolphin kind of coming out of the concrete mm -hmm. and so that the kids were taking pictures with the dolphin and so, yeah, it was just a two-part kind of series that I did with them and, um, yeah, to kick off their, their summer reading program. So Very cool. It's kind of nice when you can have, like, a collaboration with other businesses in town and, you know, kind of oh, feed off of each yeah. other. That's, that's awesome. Um, yeah. When you mentioned, like, the dolphin coming out of the sidewalk, like, I have almost zero artistic ability when it comes to drawing or anything like that so I have I mean looking at your work I'm like my mind is boggled I wouldn't have the faintest idea where to start and I did see a picture of you just kind of sketching out the um you know just the background and what you were going to do and of course it looked more or less like nothing to me but I'm sure it meant a lot to you as far as where to where to begin but um like how does that work I mean how is it different than your traditional painting which is you know, typically a canvas or something like that when you're working with dimension and and even just the scale of the of the project. I mean, it's so much probably larger than than what you typically do, although I know you've done some pretty big work as well. But, um, you know, having that giant sidewalk surface to, to cover, how do you, you know, figure out the scale of what you need to do? And then how do you figure out those dimensions? Right. Well, first off, just painting, you know, I'm used to painting something that would more or less be on an easel or mm -hmm. a wall. So it's like directly in front of your face. So the dimension, like just that when you when you lay something flat and you're standing up. So if a human is still standing up looking at a drawing, but now the let's say the canvas is now on the floor, 
everything's sort of distorted. Right. You know, I mean, you wouldn't think so, but it actually is quite a, just just from being up on a wall and then falling down on the floor. That that picture is now distorted to you because you're just you're looking at it at a different angle. Right. So so yeah, you have to play around with that a little bit, and then. Um, and that was just sort of like a learning curve. Like as I first started, I'm like, okay, so everybody views this standing up. So now I have to, I might, I, I get really sore doing this in my legs cause I'm, I'm down and I'm, you know, right. I'm doing my talk and then I'm standing up because it's like, well, it changes. Like what does it look like? Up, yeah. It, it's going to look a little bit different. And, um, so that was just sort of trial and error. I started to figure out what happens at different perspectives like when whether you're standing or even if you take a few more steps back and now the picture changes again so yeah it is a a little actually quite a bit different um drawing on like a ground Mm -hmm. surface and so that was um trial and error in the beginning and i just sort of learned um how that plays with your eyes and stuff like that sure and one of the things that I love about chalk art is I really love making it look 3D. It's yeah. my favorite thing, like just being interactive. When people walk by and they're like, take a double take and they're like, wait a minute, did that dolphin, wait, is that real? <laughs> it's know, true. I mean, you see. People on Facebook yeah. they were like, um, I thought that there was actually a dolphin at the library. Like I had <laughs> to take a double kick and I'm like, that's the whole goal is right. to make people just like, like, wait, what? Well, it's What's so realistic on? looking. And there was a super cute picture of a little girl, like riding the dolphin right. on the sidewalk. And, and it's like, other man. thing that I love is, is making these interactive where right. it looks like you could be falling in a hole or you're, you're riding on a dolphin or whatever the yeah. case may be is like, you could like, the other one at the library where the fish are kind of coming out of the book. Um, I had another, I had a little kid sit down in front of the fish and they, they look like they're popping off the, off the concrete. So it looks like he's sitting there having a conversation right. with the fish. So it's pretty cute. Oh, for but fun. yeah, that's one of my favorite things about chalk art is um, not to say you couldn't do that with your regular painting stuff, but it is just very fun because it's typically right on the sidewalk, so you can be very playful with it. With mm-hmm. people walking by, they can be like, whoa, there's something that's just popped out of the ground and, you know, looks real that's not actually there. But What do your neighbors um, think of all the uh, the sidewalk chalk art around your house? Oh, yeah, they love it. I usually have most of the neighbor kids that are coming by and, and, and putting in requests. They're like, can you do this? And can you do this? So, so awesome. we have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. How long does a piece of chalk art take you to draw layout before it's completely done so that's a good question um it depends on what i'm doing if i do the one like the dolphin one so if you guys have seen the dolphin one Mm -hmm. that's a that's a perspective drawing so i i usually will draw a line that says like take photo here or whatever and so technically that's the only like if you're standing right there looking at the drawing it's really the only place that you can stand that the drawing looks real if you were to stand on the side of it like if you were to walk up and around and on the side of it that drawing is super distorted like really really distorted so the 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 dolphin was almost 15 feet long Holy smokes. wow yeah like the, the, the like the entire drawing is 15 feet like hot like long like front to back and then side to side it was probably 10 feet you know 10 so it gets really 
really big yeah. the distorted 3d ones do and they're a lot of fun but they are a lot of work so that one took me six hours to do I feel like that would take me six days. Yeah. <laughs> it would, it would take you six days to recover from it. I know, it. really terrible. I've <laughs> no, seen. Honestly, I, I am like quite sore afterwards. I'm like, okay. Oh, I can I imagine. I have to yeah, take a trip so... to the chiropractor or massage <laughs> therapist or something for a, a little Right. So they are recovery. a lot of work, but but definitely um, have a fun payoff because they're they're really fun and they're interactive. And so they're fun. But the other sad thing is it rained like, you know. <laughs> Uh, two days later, so that, and it's completely gone. <laughs> oh no! I know. I was just going to ask that. It's like you really have to time it right with, you know, our our inclement weather that we tend to get. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, so they do take a while. And now, if it's not like a big three D piece, and it's maybe just a smaller piece, I I could do it in an hour or two. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's always amazing to me to see artists work, and you know, like I said, what would take me hours and weeks and you know months probably they just can turn out I mean it's just it's such a such a talent that I have a hard time processing because I don't possess it at all well thank you but it it definitely takes a lot of practice too I mean yeah I've done a lot of them so and I've you know every time I do it I'm like okay a little learn a little bit more technique working with the chalk and kind of how it works and yeah is there anything that you're currently working on as far as the as far as chalk? the chalk, yeah. Um, no, not currently, but I do have some fun things coming up though. Um, since the library um, chalk series that I did, I was asked to do another chalk drawing at the town center in downtown Grand Forks. Um, it's going to be in like the first week of August, and it's for the um, National Breastfeeding Awareness. And so they have this whole thing called the Tree of Life. I'm not sure if you heard of it, but um, so they want me to do a really cool chalk drawing. We're still trying to figure out where it's going to be, if it's going to be like on the ground in mm. the um, town center area or possibly on the behind the stage on that concrete oh, yep, wall. Yep. So, yeah, so they want to do something like that. And then. Um, the Downtown Development Association also contacted me after the library thing, and they were like, hey, we saw your work, and we were wondering if you'd like to to possibly do a painting on one of the walls downtown. Oh, very nice. Which would be very fun. I've often thought of doing something like that. Um, so I'm sort of still thinking about that and what I would do. And Oh, that would be incredible. Would that be something that you would do with chalk, or would that be actually paint? No, yeah. they would want me to do it with paint. They, that's so their permanent. goal is yep. to some of, the, some of the paint or the walls downtown, they would like to see something creative done with it. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot of blank canvases downtown that could use a little sprucing up. Um, right, absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Well, I hope, you, I hope you do something because it would be fun to you know, do like a time-lapse video of, of the whole process. And, you know, and so many people have that, said that yeah. they're like, have you ever done a time-lapse of yourself? And I'm like, Oh, I haven't, but I would love to. So one of these days, yeah. Or if Set you up a tripod. There, just, <laughs> yeah. Hook up something and then we'll just there do it. And it'd be fun. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That would be, that would be really neat to see. And, um, it's great that other companies here in town are reaching out to you to, um, you know, just do some unique things for them yeah and speaking yeah, of absolutely of reaching out so i represent the public art commission and obviously anything uh, like what you're talking about what you do is just wonderful for raising that bar for the 
public art. And uh, one of the premier events that the public art uh, works on is the Art Fest, which just concluded a couple of weeks ago. And as part of our sort of debriefing and talking about what you know could be added for next year and cool things, your name was actually top of the list to uh, talk to. And uh, oh, wow. I, w- I wouldn't put you on the spot like this, but I would <laughs> plant the seed to say that uh, <laughs> I can imagine that uh, our organization would be very interested in uh, in talking to you and uh, and seeing if we can somehow get that involved as we look for activities for kids, because that's what we're about that as well, is, is trying to connect the kids and uh, give them an opportunity to try something. Absolutely. No, that would be really fun. And honestly, I just feel like so many people are just hungry for watching somebody do something right in front of them, like watch them create art or, you know, we just don't have enough of that, especially in Grand Forks. You don't, you know, we don't have a lot of street Mm -hmm. artists and, and it's just fun. I think people really enjoy that. And so that's something I've just been trying to get more into this year is just doing stuff for fun and doing it in the public and having people see it and enjoy it because it's been so fun. The the few projects that I have done in the public have been incredible. The amount of people and support that people walk by and they're like, just so happy. It makes them so happy. And they tell me that, you know, they're like, wow, you just seeing you watching you do your work. It's just, this is so cool and it's inspiring and all sorts of stuff. So I've really gotten this vibe from people that they're just hungry for that. And so that's really cool. And I think that watching other artists do stuff might just allow other people to think, Hey, maybe I should try something and, you know, inspire them to do, do their own thing. And I think that's what it's all about too. Excellent. Well, that sounded like sort of a qualified yes. (laughs) So we've got you on the hook for next year's art fest. Call me sometime is what you're telling us. I'll I'll make sure that happens. Absolutely. Get a hold of me. Would you ever, I mean, just going along with what Dean had said, you know, getting kids like involved, is it ever something that you've thought about like teaching a class or, you know, doing like a little summer workshop, um, you know, in partnership with whoever in town or just on your own? You know, to, I don't know. Yeah. I, people have asked that, and I, I'm not sure if I'm as much the teacher type. Sure. Um, I, I love working with kids and stuff like that. I, I, I like inspiring them and such. I don't know. I'm not, right. I'm not sure that I'm as, as into the. I mean, I like teaching them as like I'll do a thing with them and, and color with them or whatever right. like that. Right. But as more of a permanent thing, I, I don't know if it's sure. as much for me. But, sure. But yeah. Yeah, no, I I totally get that. It's not teaching's not for everybody and you know, if you're not <laughs> right. interested in like explaining technique and that kind of thing, but just, you know, like you said, having your kids or the neighbor kids um, you know, help with a piece of the project, it still totally gets them involved. Right. Well, and the other thing is, you know, I am a self-taught artist, so all of my art that it's all just come through me and I just I I don't know that I know how to explain it very right. well either. I don't have the technical like knowledge Mm -hmm. to say hey I do this because this is why so that's I mean maybe that's why I feel a little bit more like "Mm, I don't know can I teach this to somebody I I mean I can teach them how I feel but you know do I know all the the right terminology which you know kids don't really care as much little kids but you know what I'm saying like to, to be able to teach it, I might be a little bit more vulnerable in that aspect. It's like, oh, I'm not sure if I'm as qualified to teach this. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. I didn't know that you were a self-taught artist. I, I mean, you're so talented. I figured that there was some 
um, you know, training or professional training somewhere along the way. Um, I have not yeah. had any professional training That's at amazing. all. So it's just been something that has come out of me. It almost surprised me just as much too. I yeah. just, just kept doing it as a, as a hobby and, and loved it. I, truly know that that's my passion i do really love to do all kinds of art and i'm yeah. not so stuck where like i just like to paint that is that is my main thing that i do but yeah when i tapped into the chalk art i started loving that and i've done other things too so yeah very yeah. versatile how long have More you been painting <laughs> What's that? how long have you been painting kitty well, I started, I have kind of a very fun story <clears throat> about how I got started. I was about 14 and I was at home. I'll try to keep it kind of short, but I was at home and I grabbed some of my mom's paints that she just had. And I had, <clears throat> excuse me, I had this um, picture, like a sunset picture from my lake cabin. And I was bored like one afternoon. So I set up and I thought, oh, I'll just paint this picture. And we had this locksmith guy over to our house um, working on some locks and he would kind of like pass by and be like, hey, that was looking pretty good. And I'm like, oh, thanks. And you know, he was there for a few hours. So he saw the progression. And so he finally stopped and he said, hey, so so how long have you been painting? And I was like, I don't know, maybe an hour or two. <laughs> and, and he was like, no, I mean, like, how long have you been doing this? And so then I was like, I don't know, this is the first time. Like literally and an so, hour or two. <laughs> yeah, right. And so he was like, oh, OK. You know, I didn't think that much of it. But about a week later, the same guy came back to my house, knocked on the door, and he had this big canvas. And he had this, like, a frame and then, like, a rolled-up canvas that he wanted to stretch but couldn't. And yeah. he was kind of an older man. And he, he he gave it to me as a gift, and he said, I want to give this to you because I think one day you're going to be a really great artist. <gasps> oh, I just got and goosebumps. I thought, here I'm, like, 14, you know, I was like, wait, what just happened? <laughs> and, you know, and... That was that, and I, I guess that sort of in the back of my mind, I probably thought, well, somebody thinks that I'm kind of good at this, so maybe I should. And I, I continue to do it as a hobby. Yeah. But, but yeah, that was sort of my, my first day of painting. I right. still remember it. <laughs> That's amazing, and how thoughtful of that man to just, you know, recognize something like that in you and and come back and right. be like, you need to continue doing this because you're right. actually really yeah. good at it. Right. Yeah, it's well, kind of nice fun. to get that. Um, whatever the word is I'm looking for, <laughs> the satisfaction the feedback, of, yeah, yes, the feedback yeah. of, Absolutely. you know, of thinking that your work is actually worthwhile. That's awesome. Right. Absolutely. So any other hidden talents? I sort of alluded it, to it in my introduction, but um, any other hidden artistic talents that you possess? <laughs> well, I, I did. <laughs> Not to brag. I did recently. <laughs> Um, I recently uh, stretched out into a new avenue of creativity and I wrote and illustrated a children's book. And I published that in 2019. And, and that's been awesome. It's been so much fun. It was, again, something I never thought that I would do. The story is based on a true life story that happened to me. It's, but this is sort of like a childlike, whimsical version mm -hmm. of what happened to me. And, you know, I, I had this real life story and I, I thought about it for so long and I didn't really know what to do with it. And I finally, through a few different signs, I was like, OK, I, I think that I need to write this into a book. So I, I, I so I did it. And it's been such a fun journey and I love it. Yeah, yeah very cool. And you illustrated everything in that book as yep. well, correct? Yep. 
Yep. It was funny because the words came to me right away. So I wrote the entire book in like one hour. And then it took me about a year to illustrate all the oh, pages. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, all the pages in the book are hand painted. And then I hired a photographer to take pictures of all the paintings. And then we put it into digital form and created a book from it. So. That's awesome. Any other uh, sequels on your horizon <laughs> well i did i get i did get inspired and i wrote a, a second book and i have yet to illustrate it all so it is i would love to it is something sort of on on the list yeah. but i have been busy with some other projects and stuff and i haven't quite been able to start the illustration part sure. so i i have a feeling when i'm supposed to it will it will all come to me and i'll get started so absolutely that's kind of the thing with artists you just kind of wait for that inspiration and then you can't stop exactly and sometimes you just can't rush that you know if it's just not there it's not there but when it is man it mm -hmm. hits you and you take off so so yeah do you have a favorite piece that you have done katie whether that's a chalk art or a canvas or as I saw on your website a teepee I think that's really unique and cool too so I just kind of want to see if you had a favorite type of canvas that you like to paint on or well, chalk art <laughs> yes um I would probably say gosh one of the favorite things that I've done well, not only the book, the book was so unique and all the pieces in there, all the pages, and that was a lot of fun. But um, that teepee is probably, you know, it's, it's that teepee is the reason I even wrote the book. I, the experience that I had was while I was painting this teepee. So the, the whole story mm -hmm. comes from the painting of the teepee. And um, so, yeah, that, that painting the teepee was really magical for me. I, I never really, I don't even know how I I ended up even doing that. I mean, I got asked by a family to paint their teepee out in Montana. They had a giant, like, 18-foot teepee. And at the time, I was pregnant, and I was like, oh, dang, that sounds like a lot of fun, but I don't think I can do this physically. I just, you know, I was, like, eight months pregnant. Ooh, yeah, and so tough. Yeah, so I turned down the job, and, my gosh, I sat with that that idea for a really long time and I just thought I really want to do this even though they ended up having somebody else do it because I said no to them I was like I'm just going to do this on my own I think I like I got to go buy a teepee and I got to do this <laughs> and so I did I bought an 18 foot tall teepee and I mean I had no idea what I was doing but I you know researched and I got the correct paint for it and everything. I mean, it was, it's such a different process too. And you do it laying down on the floor because it's so big. Oh. And so, and then you have to use, it's like such thick marine canvas that you almost use it like, like a scrub. You like scrub the, the paint in sure. so that it really penetrates in or else it would probably just like peel off if right. it was just on the surface, on the surface. And so, yeah, I, I did a lot of research and reached out to different people on on what to do and um just went from there but it was such a, a fun experience that's incredible so, yeah that would probably be one of my favorites that's awesome i have to say i was like in awe looking at it on your website so anybody who's listening to this right now absolutely go to her website and check this out if you haven't already because i was in awe so <laughs> it's uh, stunning absolutely stunning so katie well, can you. you can you tell people where to find you online 
Yeah, so I have an online gallery. It's called Gallery by Katie Lee. Um, dot com and you can really find all the stuff that I've done I do I, po- I post all my paintings there I, I have my book on there um, and any public art that I've done so I did the blue man that's down by the town mm-hmm. center I painted the sunglasses and that's on there and my teepee and the entire story about the teepee is on there too kind of the true life story that happened to me while I was painting that teepee is on there and so, yeah, really anything you kind of want to know about me and my art is, is should be on that on that website. So if you want to come find me, that's right. And, and all my chalk stuff is on there, too. So I kind of have a that's ongoing awesome. pictures of my chalk work there, too. And you have some social media presence as well, Facebook and Instagram. Yep, yep. yep. so I'm on, on, on Facebook and Instagram, too. So, yeah. Perfect. Artist Katie Lee. Awesome. Well, thank you, Katie, for joining us today. It's been a pleasure talking to you and your all your fun, various things that you're working on. Thank you. Well, thank you guys so much for having me. It was a pleasure for me too. Yeah, it's it's so fun to visit with somebody that is obviously very creative, and uh, I can tell through your eyes everything has an artistic flair to it and artistic possibility. Uh, so just exciting and, and so cool, all the things that you're doing. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you very much. All right. I do have uh, to round out today's podcast with a, a quick little would you rather. And my, my colleague <laughs> reminded me of it. So that's that's kind of my little shtick is that I that I always end these podcasts with a would you rather. And I'm caught off guard because I <laughs> forgot to think about one earlier. So I am going to. Oh, let's see here on the top of my head. Mm, actually, I do have one and it has nothing to do with art. It has something to do with food. Okay. Oh, have I asked? No, I don't think I've asked this one before. Would you rather give up all potato chips, any flavor, any type, any kind of potato chips, never eat them again for the rest of your life, or give up all Doritos? Oh, Doritos versus potato yes. chips. Any flavor of Doritos, well, any flavor really of potato No. Because if you know me, I really like chips. That's um, my dog. You are chips. preaching to the choir, honey. I love chips okay, more than most so people. I would, yeah, I would take chips over like a sweet any day. But, oh, yeah, um, hands down. Oh, man, potato chips or a Dorito. You know, I'm going to have to go with Dorito. You'd I, give up the Doritos? Or you'd, no, you'd, oh, I would keep the, Doritos, keep the Doritos. I would get rid of the potato chips. Interesting. Although I had yeah. potato chips for lunch today and they were really good too. <laughs> I can blow through a can of Pringles really like nobody's business. <laughs> I can. I open yeah. that Pringle and like 16 crisps are the serving. How about right. the whole thing, the whole sleeve? Yeah. They always say you to, can't yeah. have one. If no, was, you can't. If I was forced, I would get rid of the potato chips. Got it. Okay. Well, good to know. How about you guys? Don't force yeah. me. No, I know. I hope me. that you are never <laughs> held at gunpoint, asked to give up <laughs> chips or pota- er, potato chips or Doritos. <laughs> me neither. Yes. I mean, that sounds really, really awful. I would be, yeah. I mean, I know what I would give up. I would give up the Doritos. I love Doritos, but I really, really, really love potato chips. Yeah, it is a, it is a tough one. Is that including like all flavors of potato chips, like yeah. sour cream and onion, yes. like all yes. of those? Yes, oh. I know that. See, that's where, you know, the Doritos has a more limited variety. So I feel like I'd more easily give those up. Plus, I honestly, I mean, I love them and I eat them when we have them here at the office, but I don't really ever buy them at home. 
Yeah, I need no. the regular <laughs> potato chips for the dip factor right. because yep. you need that like French onion dip yes. or some other type. Okay, oh, very true. So you good. Didn't mean to turn change your mind here, Katie. But yes, anything dipped in like a sour cream mayo dip. You're gonna be stewing about this all night. Yeah, I'm not gonna help because I'm gonna go along with keeping the chips as well. But in your case, this is looking good for you because you'll have all the Doritos you want. And then we're we're forced to share the chips. How about you, Marla? Yeah, okay. I okay. could not live my life without Ruffles sour cream and cheddar chips. Mm. Those are so yep. good. Yep. So I'm going to keep the chips. Yeah. Sorry, Doritos. <laughs> oh, fun little question. It, That's awesome. Yeah. Well, okay, that really does conclude our, <laughs> our podcast. Thank you for playing along with my my Would You Rather. It's always a fun little little way to end the end the discussion. So thanks again, Katie. Really appreciate you being on today and. Um, hope to see you and all your art soon. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right. Take care. Bye. Thank you. Bye.